Okay, so we're back live now. Let's see if we're just going to continue on. Hopefully, everybody gets back in. That was weird. Some, just something that happened with our website. We apologize for that. Austin's back in the studio. That was weird, man. Ellie's back. Okay, yeah. We're good. We don't know what happened. So, we apologize. So I repose the question just so we... Uh, so it's back on this episode. Good, good idea. Yeah. Um, so the question is, what TV show or movie character would you choose to be your freshman roommate at college? And Austin said Barney from uh, How I Met How Your I Mother. Met your and I was, I was going into my explanation, and I was saying um, – Wait, Adam, who did you say? First off, I, um, I'm going actually. I'm going to change mine. I said Kevin Hart originally. That's right. Yeah, he's gonna be but, fun to hang out with. I, just because I think you know, like I said, he's a funny guy. But I think we're gonna take the lock, and mine's gonna be in shape freshman year. Okay. I like no. that. I like okay. that. Okay. But you, but also you, cool. I feel like you know, like a pretty cool guy down to earth. Um. Is actually athletic, so you can actually get out and go. I, I mean, I don't want to play full contact football, but you can get out, throw the ball around, do something, get out, play basketball, do get out and be active. And he'll he'll work your ass to death in the gym. And he actually cares about what he eats, so you're not just going to eat pizza. And he was also a, um, he was a football player then. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, so either. Oh, we. I'm not taking him at, at his freshman. It's just who. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Mine, uh, kind of like Austin's idea of like having somebody that's down for parties, dresses nice, just like is a real, just like he's if, he, if you're going out in the town for fun, drinking, whatever, that's gonna be a person you want to go with. I had to kind of look this one up, but his name's Mike Lowry. Is he, can anybody tell me off the top of their head where he's from, real quick? Oh, yeah, from Bad Boys. Oh, yeah, Will Smith's character from yep. Bad Boys because oh, okay. he's got one he's added playboy, feature. he's got one added feature though to Barney because he's the same things as Barney, like. Nice cars, nice clothes, great time in the club, all that stuff. But he's also a trust fund kid. Ooh. So Barney had, Barney had got rich after he got his job, but Mike was rich before that. So that'd be cool roommate to have too. Like shitty to say, but if you got a rich roommate like that, you're most likely going to go out and have just a balling ass time with somebody like that. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Illy, I'm with you. I was trying to. Th- I was trying to think about Dwight from the office. Dwight or Jim from the office. I thought that'd be great. Ron Swanson from the mm-hmm. from Parks and Rec would be great for me. But um, I actually, I actually had a brain thought, and I'm like, yeah, this is a this brain is, thought. That's yeah. that's just a normal thought. No, no, this one's a power thought, like brain, a like a, a Jimmy, like a thought? Jimmy Jimmy Neutron brain blast over here. That's right. And, that's what, that's what the, I forgot. That's what, <laughs> I even forgot that was a thing. A brain blast. And Sam Witwicky from. The Transformers. Oh my God! Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf might murder you in your sleep. Well, not no, no, no. Hold on, sorry. Not not cocaine, Shia LaBeouf. But like, you know, pre like with great Shia LaBeouf. Like in the Transformers, Shia LaBeouf, because you got a Transformer as a best friend, and he actually, I I feel like he lived it up pretty well. You know, and he would be somebody like if we went out, like obviously I would be the grenade. But you know, that's not a bad thing. (laughs) Here's <laughs> um, a little bit more credit, man. Don't just talk shit. Me uh, or Shia Buff. I'm pretty sure I know which one the ladies want. Yeah. So my, my my other thought was this was if we're staying in a dorm at like USC and it's like bed next to bed, I want my roommate to be uh 
what was the dragon queen in games of Th- Game of Thrones? Daenerys. Yeah, I want my roommate to be Daenerys. Model one thing, if you can't tell. <laughs> Just because so, I mean, doesn't mean it's going to happen, Austin. Yeah, I know, but like the odds are she, better. Kind of what you're, if, what you're trying to get at. Hey, hey, the odds are better. And B, get co-ed roommates. In- <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, what college did if you go to? If you're in off-campus housing, you do. We never said and it. B, Roommate, he just said, "If I'm in a dorm room." Yeah, I did say <laughs> that, was, that was his own fault. The question didn't say dorm room. The question yeah. said, "So, so and, and being, if I'm in a dorm room with side by side beds." Okay, but here, hear me out. If a dorm was offering co-ed roommates, you wouldn't go for it. Would you? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, would just oh, with, with it in general. general? With I mean, a, but I mean, it's a random, so you don't know what you're gonna get. True. If oh. if I said you, so, hold on, hold on. Would you it, rather go for a random girl roommate as a guy, or have or what? go for a? Would you rather go for a random same sex roommate or a random opposite sex roommate? Same, same. Uh, yeah. No, no. The, me, my, my question was going to be random opposite sex or you and your buddy room together. No, that's not what I asked. Would I you know. rather have no. a random same sex roommate your freshman year or a random opposite sex roommate? I like Alex's question better. I yeah. I would go random same sex roommate. Yeah, I would Can almost we, I would almost want to go opposite because even if it's not like sexual intentions behind it or like relationship intentions, it's still gonna be kind of cool because then your friend group's gonna be guys a lot of variety and stuff yeah. like that. You're gonna meet a bunch of different people. But yeah, but that's when you meet the girls that are down the hall. Yeah. It's gonna be awkward the first couple of weeks. Like, hey, are you gonna go shower? Or am I gonna go shower now? Like, kind of just. Um, yeah. Are you bringing somebody back, or am I bringing some? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you walk back. Was, you, you've got somebody with you, and you walk back, and also the door shut. It's got like the, the hat on the doorknob, and you're like, "Son of a bitch! <laughs> Damn it, Becky! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why does she get laid more than I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to go in here and eat my Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I would be kind of fun though. I mean, it, you know. No, like, fun would be another fun word's a great word. Fun is a great word to describe that. And I'm gonna, a random opposite sex roommate. And I'm gonna be honest, like if you have a girl roommate, just from freshman college boys and freshman college girls, a girl is gonna keep that room cleaner than a guy will nine out of ten times. Was well, so, very true, like not gonna throw any people on your bus, but Chris is very well known with someone who has an opposite sex roommate. And that person did nothing but cleaning, did the laundry for both of them to the point it got in the way of a relationship between the other roommate and his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know who I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm not going to throw yeah. him under the bus. Yeah, our stepbrother. Our okay. Oh, stepbrother. yeah, that's who I was thinking, too. Stepbrother <laughs> Jared had a girlfriend, but he also had a girl roommate that just like something happened and she needed a place to stay. Yeah. Jared, being a good person, was like, come moving with me. But it was it was he, like it was a friend he, of Jared's, he, though, right? Yeah, and it was. But he made an agreement. He was like, you don't have to pay rent or doing stuff like that. Just help me out around well, the place yeah. as much as you possibly can. So she, well, she, she did well, Okay. Initiative to clean all all the place. All she did the house. The she did the housewife duties. She did not okay. housewife Adam is twenty twenty, but she hey. did literally everything like house cleaning duties. to house his duties. laundry to literally anything in the house or the apartment that could be done. She did it because she wasn't paying rent yeah. there for a while because she lost her job and needed help. Hey, yep. let me all right. Let me talk on this because I know a little more than y'all do because I actually went up there and like saw Jared and stuff. Um, God, like, hopefully, don't hopefully. let him out. Oh, oh, before you go in there, Ilya's got a good point too. Opposite sex roommates probably argue a lot less. Yes, probably. 
But you don't have those bro moments. All four years, and I hardly ever argued with my roommate. But you don't have those bro moments, man. You drunk at 2 a.m. You drunk at 2 a.m. And you and your bro getting some deep-ass fucking conversations while eating some cookout. You going to be at 2 a.m. You going to be letting her ass give you some (laughs) deep-ass conversations. You going to be drunk as nuts walking in there talking about some guy. That in, she just, in her chemistry but, class, that did not hit on her, even okay, though but, she thought it was coming. But hold on, <laughs> and going back to what Illy's saying, you would have a great bromance with girls as well, or opposite genders, because if you were having trouble with the other gender, what better person to go to confide to and get advice is someone oh that is gosh, actually yes. a member of that gender? Yes. Yeah, but then you get friend zoned and shit. Know, and- any of you three versus, like, if I had to get advice about girls from any of you three, or actually but, go get girl advice. Going to the girl. Hold on, you're in your freshman year of college. Do you really want a girlfriend? No. I'm, wait, never mind. I'm saying that. I'm yeah. saying that statement. The two people who had a girlfriend their freshman year of college. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna want a companion. Let's say that. Nah. <laughs> Friday nights, DT. Uh, FWB, if you would, is what you're saying. Yeah, that's all you need. Also, just wanting friends with benefits. That's yeah. all he's wanting. Yeah. Hey, you got a lot of life left. Why waste it in your twenties by getting married? That's a good point. But at the same time, though, I I didn't living with a guy every all my four years of college. Didn't didn't ever argue. Didn't have any issues. All we, the guy roommates I had, like that, actually shared the individual room with me when I was at USC Aiken. Never argued with. Argue with some guys that were in the same technically dorm room, but in a different bedroom. Yeah. Argue with those fools all the time. But the actual person I actually had to sleep, you know, four feet from never yeah. argued with. Yeah. So I had, I, and our room stayed decently clean. I mean. Oh, well, that's because of the granted, fucking citadel. Granted, granted <laughs> the way I went to school. But it, but as individuals, we were both decently clean individuals. Yeah. There were definitely See, rooms I could now, go. Yeah, I, I agree with Adam there because just because you have room inspections doesn't mean your roommate's going to want to help clean. Yeah. Principal. See, yeah. I but go with – You walk into other rooms and you know good and well that – Those boys ain't got a shot on doing anything in that – Yeah. Like passing anything. But I that, go with – Shit everywhere in the rooms. I go with same sex, but I want someone down the hall like uh, Illy's talking about. Like someone right next door, down the hall, that girl that you're like really close with. Thrived at the USC Aikens freshman dorms because no matter what floor you were on, the hallways you'd come up the stairwells, and to the right would be guys, and to the left would be girls. You'd be on the same hall, but But different rooms. So that's what Austin's wanting right there. Oh yeah, Yeah, that's what he's saying. Even you and your you and your buddy, or you and your random guy roommate in one, and then girl. And who random room? Like if you had a suite, if door, you had a yeah. suite that had two bedrooms, you and your yeah. buddy sharing one bedroom, and then they sharing another bedroom. Correct. Yeah, because it's not awkward between the boys. Like you can, like I can just chill playing video games in my underwear. Yeah. Like that's you can sit. You can walk into the room out the shower, like with a towel on, and grab some. Clothes yeah, and change. exactly. But about like, yeah. I have the girls down the hall. So like, if I want to go meet somebody, or if I want like someone to hang out with, yeah, like it's going to introduce well, no. people. What 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 Alex is saying, he's even better. Like have that sweet style where it's two on one side, two on the other, but y'all have like a a, common, a living room, like a little living room yeah, in the middle, a little yeah. common area that you. Did y'all have like a little kitchen in y'all thing, like a little the not the freshman dorms, but the other dorms did. Okay, but like our freshman year dorms, you 
like let's say we call them suites, so like suite 345. I think that's the number where I live. Suite 345. You walked in, as soon as you open the door, living room is what I would call it. Couch, two or two sofa, like two little seats, a TV, and a window right there. To the right was two bedrooms, and to the left was two bedrooms, and each bedroom had two guys in it. So like what me and you were trying to say, Adam, is like to the right you would have like, you know, two bedrooms with two guys in it each. And then to the left be like two bedrooms with two girls in it each. Yeah. But then you have the living room there and then the actual doorway that leads to the hallway of the actual building. Correct. And that way that way you you know, you can chill with the bros, you can have bro time, but you still have the opportunity and everybody go hang out in the living room exactly. and watch T V as a group. And you still get that same kind of uh Interaction with the opposite sex that you're looking and for. And venereal disease would just skyrocket. <laughs> I'm just going to say oh, something. Absurd. It'd be like Coastal Carolina all over again between the 2008-2013 period. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> don't, be, don't be throwing Chris's graduating class in there like that. Uh, <laughs> I would have. That 2012. Chris was, Chris was a fall hair away from going to coastal Carolina. <laughs> Literally. I was a, I was a torn ligament away from going there. You know, there's okay. Yeah, Austin, if I should have warmed up before games, bud. Or if I, I would or yeah. ice afterwards, yeah. <laughs> if I wouldn't have blown my knee, I would have been, I would have been playing at Carolina too. Austin's Austin, going to no be no, no offense to Austin because we, we love Austin. I'm just making, I'm just joking with him, but he's going to be that old dad like in a bar. Like, if I ain't torn my ligament, I'd been pro. Like, no, because I, I threw a one-hitter at Citadel's campus. I threw a seven-inning one-hitter at yeah, I would have I been, been an All-American in college had not torn my elbow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I tweaked my pinky toe in freshman year of high school. It was never the same. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Austin, Austin, seriously, this group is on. But, like, I love talking to those guys that are like that. Toe, man, because really you've got ever, me. if you ever listen to the injury they get that prevent them from going to college, it's always, like, sophomore year. Like, bro, you had two years to recover. Like, what are exactly. You, what are you talking about? Man, that, that stub toe freshman year. That turf toe is a son of a bitch. <laughs> You were 15. You tell me you didn't recuperate by the time you, you ate. Could, you could bounce back from dirt, though. Who are you, Julio Jones? What are you doing? You stub a toe oh. now? You're 45. You go to the hospital? I don't have any more toes, man. Cut them all off. I cut them off. <laughs> I lost them in a hiking accident. Jesus. All right, let's get into the second beer. Yeah, we pulled her out. She's from Polly's Island Brewing, which everyone gets confused. Polly's Island Brewing is not actually in Polly's Island. It's in North Charleston. Don't I don't know why. It, it Austin, quit That's sloping. Yeah, we can hear that. But um, it's poor marketing. Don't be, Well, maybe financial reasons, but if you're going to call yourself Polly's Island Brewing Company, at least be on Polly's Island. Well, maybe, what, if, what if they are from Polly? What if the owners are from Polly's Island? Sure the, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure the they are. They have a connection, but like the but yeah. facility should be there. <laughs> I agree. I yeah, agree. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if I'm going to name my booing company, I bet, hey, uh, what's from uh, Lake Michigan Booing? Uh, actually, I'm in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> Never been, but I'm calling it that. Hey. So, I mean, well, I like Michigan. And- it's, a, it's a great little, like, I say, sky, design, I say sky blue, but like a deep sky blue. It's like a very, hey. right between sky blue and like a normal blue. Or royal blue. And it's got Please. a um, Holly's Pale Ale, American style Pale Ale. True salute to the craft beer revolution. Okay, now I need to research the craft beer revolution because I hey, know. Hold on one second. Fired? Was there shots fired? What was going on? All, I mean, it was Austin, shots. Austin is really trying to get a little slit in here. So what do you need, kid? All right, I'm about to hop off, but before y'all taste this, I just want to tell y'all something. 
I will be back in Columbia this weekend, so I will be able to go you're to coming Swamp back Cabbage Swamp with Cabbage. You're going back for the Swamp now, Cabbage. Now, hold on. Now, hold on. Are you <laughs> coming back for Swamp Cabbage, or was there just something else and Swamp Cabbage is a perk? No, no, no. I'm coming back for it. So I'll, I'll, I won't only be there for like All right, I need to go Saturday, to Sunday. So you, apparently they're paying y'all hella money. So wait, when are you <laughs> when are you flying in? Uh, probably Friday after work. I'll probably leave hey, here. Columbia or Charleston? Columbia, Columbia. Okay. So I'll, just, I'll, I'll pay a little more and fly into Columbia, uh, and then oh, yeah. fly out of Columbia at, uh Monday morning before work. Okay. Okay. All right. Sweet. Are you staying with me, or are you staying somewhere else? I hadn't figured that out. Just literally was looking at the has got a bedroom. Yeah, we have an air mattress. Yeah. Yeah. You can stay with me if you need to. All right, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely figure that out. Okay. Well, that's, back. That's that is so news. awesome, though. I did yeah. sell that fourth mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to pawn it away for uh, for video equipment, so you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, man. Well, it was good having you. I'm excited. That's good news, dude. That's yeah, awesome. but I'm gonna hop off real quick, and uh, y'all have y'all have fun for the rest of the night. And I'll see y'all this weekend. All right, All right thanks, man. brother. We'll All see right, you man. Have a good bye. one, bud. Bye. All That's right. big. But um, Andrew surprised all of us. Then Andrew came in clutch, little Google warrior. This is from the Pollen Islands, Polly's Island Brewing Company's website. Straight from the website, it says, "Why Polly's Island? Growing up, Polly's Island was a consistent source of joy in the Blake brothers' lives." While home brewing on Polly's Island in the front porch, their grandfather built the brewery was the brewery idea was born. So they first started home brewing on their front porch on Polly's Island. Great. Why didn't you build the facility in Polly's Island then? Probably finances <laughs> and location. Dude. Like, I guess they. I gotta yeah. say, like, we're gonna get more tourism, more people come to our brewery. But it's also in Charleston. like, if you, if you have a, is there was there a space available for purchase that was large enough on Polly's Island at the time? Fair enough. But, Fair whatever. Enough. But back to the can. Um. 5.5% alcohol. It's a pint, so I like that. Craft beers are always good in a pint. It's too expensive in business license. Yeah, okay. Could I be. Get that. Yeah. It, but I'm thinking business-wise, it also probably doesn't, like, obviously, Charleston's a bigger market, but also you're going to be battling all the other breweries in Charleston, so there's Ooh. really not that big of an advantage. I like this disclaimer they put on the can. No added flavors, extracts, or colors. Never filtered or fined, just real ingredients brewed with passion in South Carolina. All right, let's rock it. Let's rock it. And it, for all those that are listening, if you haven't realized yet, we are putting. Oh, it says drink fresh in a glass. Do I need to go get a glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Should we? Or should we just go from the can? Let's go from the can. It's fine. All right, we'll do it from the can. We're um, I said revolution on the can. We're doing a revolution. If you haven't noticed yet, make sure you're following us on Instagram. You can find the beers that we review. You, I usually have them up the day after our podcast. So. Uh, you'll get a photo of the can and you'll get all of our scores on those photos. So a um, little sleek, a little something nice, but, you know, be able to go back and track what we've been reviewing and what we've been scoring it. So, um, uh, so I you know, know you have sure a, I know you have a running list of I do uh, have a running list. Yeah. Um, do you want to also get that out so we can either on the Instagram story or either in several different posts or like a collage post, you know, and it of all the beers that we've tried, so we can actually go back. And so, if people want to look and see what we've actually tried and tasted, have a running list that's viewable. Yeah, of, I get your saying. Yeah, yeah I can do that. we'll do that. We'll get I can do that. I mean, that. so you know that way, because um, if we're sitting around talking about it, saying hey, we've done this beer, this beer, and this beer, I can name you about eight. But what we did, you know, back in December of last year, I don't remember. 
Yeah, yeah, I could post, that, I could post that to it. But that to way, Instagram, that yeah. way, you know, for whatever reason, people want to see what we're see what we're trying, see what we've been out there, see what our scores are. They can, oh yeah, they can, we can get that worked up. Get that word up. Get you that get beer you right there is beer. actually really good. I knew you were gonna I, I like, like that. that. I knew because I've had that before when I worked at PRT. I that's knew, a good pale ale. I knew that you were gonna like that one. That's a good one. We got some. We got some interesting beers that are gonna be coming on the next cycle. One of them's coming from um, Germany. No, well, yes, one of them is coming from Germany, and then one of them is a orange creamsicle beer from another brewery. So, okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna give that a swift a swift run shot. That might be the first one on the next set, but um, yeah, it's a good beer. That's a really good beer. I like that. That's a good decent pale ale. Paulie's Island American style pale ale. I think makes a peanut butter stout too that I think you might would like. Wait, yeah, was it like Cotton that. Town Blue Lab that made that peanut butter stout or something that we had? Maybe that we because we Maybe went. You got the list, don't you, Chris? Well, I don't think we've tried it, but because we went around like Christmas time, maybe last year, it's like the three of us. Um, Where is Cottontown at again? Cottontown Brew Lab is in. It's like Cottontown. downtown. <laughs> it's a it's a part of Columbia, but yeah, okay. it's it's a it's like a sub sub city it's of Columbia. A sub city, I guess. It's like it's like White Rock. Okay, we're not in, big enough to have uh, that. Anyways, no, yeah, but it, yeah, it well, it's like a it's Hell's Kitchen, bro. It's, yeah, it's like what it's like a local. <laughs> part of the town that this is what they call i don't it. know i don't want to disagree with you because i do want to say that the peanut butter stout sounds very familiar but i feel like because because we went we went because they had some kind of coconut something that you wanted to try but it was like us us three cali sydney and maybe i feel like there was somebody else with us but either way and i'm pretty sure you had or somebody had i think i want to say it was alexa maybe might have been there Maybe, but had a had a peanut butter stout or like a peanut butter and jelly stout or whatever it was. It might it might actually have been Cottontown because I know what he's talking about when they had they had like a a, a tropical colada going on with like you know like a pina colada style beer. It's not it's not ringing any bells for but me. But I don't know I don't know if we had a peanut butter stout from there. We have we not done a peanut butter stout. I think no, we've done. A we've peanut done. Stout. We've, no, we've, we've done. Not, we're not on the show. We haven't done a peanut butter. We've one. done a stout, but we it was that galactic we've cowboy. Done a peanut butter one. We've done some other stouts too. Yeah. But anyways, back but, to this beer we've got on hand. I I really like it as a as a pale ale. Um, it's not too strong. It's kind of like right there in that sweet territory for me for a pale ale that like you can drink a good bit of it and it's not like you don't feel like you're breath is starting to smell like hops you know it's not kicking you too hard i i'm gonna go with an eight five that was like my gut reaction on this one wow yeah wow that was a lot higher than i expected. Uh, yeah i'm i'm it's not touching the h for me um it's <sighs> that's a really good pale ale for me though I mean, but you also know i'm an ipa stout kind yeah of heavy beer um guy. what will we, when we say seven it's kind of like i'm making a point if, if, if it's I'm available, there, you're making a point. Then it's like a six, six nine. It's a six. Okay, nine. it's like right there on that territory. Like when I yeah. said earlier, the seven zero for the the peach. Beer. Yeah, it's like a six nine. It, if I'm in the mood for it, yeah. If not, then I I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be you know bummed that I didn't get it. That one there is to the point where like, if I made if I made like actual like brewery, I wouldn't say it's the first one we get because I'm always gonna try something like crazy that they've got on tap first, just because why not. 
but I'm definitely going to probably have a few of those of the that that pale ale there. I think it, I think it's a really really quality pale ale. I think it's really refreshing, really straight to the point, really yeah, like they say clean yeah. clean in flavors. Yeah, really really high quality beer for me. I'm going to go seven six. Not 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 quite good enough to really reach into the eights for me, but um, not a but bad. a really See, for me like as I'm taking more sips, the hoppiness kind of goes away because I'm getting used to it and stuff like that. So like for yeah. me, I like that about this pale ale. Yeah, I think it. I think it really is like a. It's a good quality beer. Like if you if you're looking for good pale ales, I mean that that's right right up the alley. So um, kind of in the middle of both of you, not like, you know, I, I would definitely have one if I'm sitting down at the brewery and I'm with you. It's not going to be the first thing that I go for, but I mean, I, I might make it, like I say, it's, it's at the point of, I could have it depending on the day, but I also m- might try one or two others just to see. But to me, that's also one of those to where like, if I'm sitting in like at a restaurant around here at the bar or whatever, and I saw that was on tap. You would probably you, get you it. I'm going it. all for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Going all for yeah. it. High, high quality. I mean, that's good. I think A5 is a good representation for you. I mean, obviously, it's everybody's own opinion and their yeah. own taste buds. And, and, and it's, I, it's not as strong as I feel like as most IPAs that I like. I've noticed, I've said on previous episodes, like IPAs I do like because they, they're a hard hitting beer, too. That one being five fives, it's, it's hard hitting is uh, APV on the like uh, ABV. Like it's the flavors there, but that's also one of those like you drink a few of them, then you realize you're actually getting a good buzz going. 5.5s, you know, more than Bud Light, Miller Light, stuff like that, but it's not in the sixes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not overbearing. Yeah. yeah. And it's, that's yeah. a good, that's a good way to say it. Gonna, and it's not going to sit too heavy on, you know, while you – like you're saying, you could have that with a meal and not feel like I I just – because I ate a burger and had this IPA, now I'm like – You feel like you've gained 45 yeah. pounds just because your stomach's so bloated. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that's not one of those, I don't feel like. All right. So I have two things. I have a – like an interesting survey stat thing that I saw today. And I want any more of that. No, you can have that. Do you want any more? Go for it. Yeah, okay. you can have it. Um, Being polite. Does, <laughs> <laughs> does, all right. So I, I saw something today that blew my mind and I'm going to challenge y'all to see if this is probably actually true or we can get into the baseball talk about what happened with Fernando Tatis yesterday. Let's, let's hit the other thing first, and we'll, we'll finish, like, round it up on the baseball. Okay, so here we go. Y'all ready for this? Oh, yeah. Apparently, only 17% of Americans can actually name the 13 colonies by state. Like, actually name all 13. Do you Do you two think that you can actually name all 13? I feel like I could. If I don't, I'm going to be, like, right there. The only reason I'm not being confident is because I'm like, if it's tripping up that many people, I'm like, maybe I'm not as smart as I think I only am. Se- I, I was like, there's no way that only 17% of Americans can actually name all Now, besides guns. the Northeast, the only thing that But really I got nervous. Up, the only one that trips me up, really, is the history of the Georgia colony. It's not the full state of Georgia. At one point, it was a very small territory. That's what, all right, But so, I can't remember. It, is that on there? Georgia's- I, I, I'll show you the map afterwards. And you're going to be – Georgia right, so- actually – so, all right, do we want to? I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you. George, so, the Georgia territory of the 13 colony is actually Georgia and Alabama together. Okay. So it's just Georgia. It was just the colony of it Georgia. It was just the colony okay, of Georgia. Okay. I remember there was something weird about the colony. So, of all right. So are we going to try this together, though, and name all 13? Yeah. No help from chat. I can't see chat right now, but I'm going to make sure nobody in, ch- nobody in chat helped them. 
All right, all right, so, so we're going to go individually, just like I go first, Adam goes first, or like oh, no, I was are we all like going together. as a group? No, you're going gonna, gonna gonna to have to go together because if one of you names all 13, then boom, it's over. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Together, let's try and all right, collectively. So you want to get... work from the northeast or you want to work from the south? I say we work from the northeast and down. down. Okay. Um, so you got, I'm saying Pennsylvania. Yep. You that's got New, New, York. Ham- New York's there. Yep. New Hampshire. Yep. Vermont. No. Damn. Okay. So New York, New Hampshire. And what was the other one? I say Massachusetts. Yes. That's four. Connecticut was there. That's five. Delaware. Six. Virginia. We have Virginia. Are are they counting North Carolina, South Carolina, or is it just the Carolina? It was originally the colonies of Carolina. Yeah. It was Carolina. They're they're counted as two, though. They counted as two, two. North Carolina, South Carolina. Yep. When, when we when we claimed our independence in 1776, we were counted as, as two different ones. Okay. So, North Carolina, South Carolina. Maryland? Yep. Is that 10, right? That is – yeah, that's 10. Um, that, they wouldn't have counted West Virginia. That would have no, been that, that's split Virginia. later from Virginia. Yeah. Um, um, did we say Rhode Island? Rhode Island, you haven't we said had, yet. We had, so, yeah, so that was 11. Not, is Maine a colony? Nope. We've already said Maine. That was one first one no, we missed. It's not. Yeah, it's that was the first one I missed. Was no, Maine? You missed Vermont. Oh, Vermont. Um, <laughs> you you're leaving two out. Massachusetts. Of, we've already said you've already it. said. Okay. <laughs> you're. Le- I can't believe the two that you're leaving. Chat, chat. I literally said nobody help them. Man, don't look at it, Alex. <laughs> Um, chat. It's Andrew. I think blowing it up. It's Andrew and Grover. Both are helping. Well, the, guys, the, when I looked, the two that, the two that I saw, we've already said, so it didn't help me none. Yeah. So what was? Because I think as far I think Pennsylvania is as far. You got Pennsylvania. As far right? west, yes. Yeah. So I'm saying it's everything. So the east, we need to get. We've said New York, right? Yep. yep. New Jersey. New Jersey is one that you're missing, okay. and you're missing one more. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a colony at the. Yeah, all those okay. all those state areas yeah. were colonies except for the few that we've said they're like Maine and Vermont. Vermont. <laughs> God, when you we said New Hampshire, we said Delaware, we said Connecticut. No, we have not said Delaware. That yeah, no, he's, he's already I, said, okay. that. I said Delaware. The one that you the one that you're missing, I think you might be getting confused and thinking that you've already covered it. Because I'm just trying to think. In all right, so I'm going to go with these tiny little fuckers up in the Northeast. New Hampshire. You've already got Vermont. That. Not one. I'll, I'll here. I'll list the ones that you've already covered. How about okay, that? Okay, go that. New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North North Carolina, South Carolina, Vermont. No, no, not one of them. What else is in that area? Was it? It couldn't have been just D.C. No. Damn, we're not nearly as smart as we thought we were, guys. Okay, Chris, you were looking at the map, so you think know, you knew. It, I know. It, on a cold, cold turkey, you probably wouldn't have been able to say it, I, all of them either. When I when you realize the one that I'm about to say, you're going to be like, "Holy shit!" Okay, he's all right. So slowly it's, listen to me go over this again. No hint. Is it? No, don't, don't, don't no, 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 no hints. No hints. We're doing this. Right. doing this like men. Okay? You ready? You ready, boys? We're going to struggle until we ask for help. You ready, boys? Here we go. All right. Kentucky, New Hampshire, Massachusetts. Connecticut, Massachusetts, yep, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, New Jersey, 
Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. We've said Georgia. Nope, you haven't, and that's the one that, that you're was missing. The, we started off with that one. No, you asked about that, so I and didn't. You wanna, established I, it was a colony yeah, well, already before you asked. I didn't establish off. it was a colony. I told you how the territory was lined up. Okay, well, so yeah, that was my confusion because I established. Yep. I was like, I knew there was something wrong about the Georgia territory. And he yep. said, "Well, Georgia spread all the way down so, to Alabama." So here, take so a, I just ignored it. Take Georgia. a look at this. Look, I thought we'd already established that. Take a look at this. Oh yeah, this shit went all the way to the Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's literally above New Orleans is where yeah. the line basically ends. So that was the French territory. But look at South Carolina's lines too. Yeah, seventeen percent of Americans. Isn't that map pretty cool though? Okay, I've got some questions. <laughs> you got some uh, questions about because it looks like Maine's on that map. Um, I'm guessing that would be. I mean, may, uh, it's you... still it's still part of the territory of Massachusetts. It is. Look, see that that is the literal. Yeah, it was still classified as Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. Wow. All right, that was actually a lot of fun. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. So, yeah. So we named everything thinking Georgia. We had already established. Yeah. 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 Because I, that's what I was worried about as we uh. As we got to that end where you guys were looking for one, I was like, okay. That was my fault. When so we talked about Georgia before we went all into this, I figured we'd establish that Georgia was, was one a of a colony, them. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but the, after I read off the list and y'all didn't catch that Georgia was one of the 13s that we were missing, and I was like, okay, all right, this is fair game now. So, uh, but wow. Isn't that, I mean, what do y'all think? 17, you really, 17% of Americans? Yeah, uh, America's dumb. Just the <sighs> general population of America is dumb. Yeah. Like, I've seen, like, you've seen the Facebook videos of, like, people going to college campuses and just asking basic knowledge facts of, like, U.S. history and them not being able to answer it. Yeah. This, if you said name me half of them, I don't think most of America could give you half. Yeah, you're probably right. You are probably right. And that's <laughs> What sad. are you shaking your head at over there? You okay? No, I'm just looking at this list. And like Massachusetts colony was just fucking weird the way they listed all that. <laughs> just weird how that territory all covered one state or one colony technically. Oh, okay. So now that we had a little fun with that, we can talk about the unwritten rules of baseball and get yes. e get every like this is something that I think you and I have had a personal conversation about before, but I don't think we've ever actually talked about the unwritten rules of baseball here on the podcast. No, we no, have we not. Have so there's there's also a lot of unwritten rules in baseball. <laughs> Don't throw cockshock fastballs. Yeah, we're, we're kind of with you there, Grover. So, I, like, all right. If I'll you let... call ear hole, I expected the ear hole as a <laughs> as a catcher. Yes. If I call ear hole and you don't throw ear hole, we're having a conversation. But it's all sparking <laughs> off of the San Diego Padres. Tatis. Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr. Hitting a grand slam with a 3-0 count. Don't know how many outs. I think it was like. One out. One out. Okay. But you in were the already. Eighth inning, eighth inning up by. Seven. seven, ten to three. Do you, you hit a grand slam? Make it fourteen to three. But do you, so on a general rule of consensus in a three zero count. As a hitter and as a coach, take the pitch. Not because not because you're up or winning or make make the pitcher throw you a strike. I don't feel like make the pitcher throw. I a mean, strike. I could be wrong. Tatis might have been out there going. 
I'm swinging at this 3-0. I don't give a shit. I'm going to try to get in more than just one forced walk run in. But I also don't – I don't know. But the odds of that, I feel like, are smaller than him just going, I'm not swinging unless I feel like he's throwing me a gravy shot. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, as, I don't know, 3-0 count. Even I don't know, 3-1 count, you're looking for one particular pitch in one particular location. You're looking for your, your what you know is your sweet spot. Yeah. Like, if I see something – 3-0, the, pe- the pitcher is most likely going to throw a fastball or a two seams, a, a, a pitch that's moving quick with no break to it because he wants to hit the strike zone. Exactly. And you're like, hey, I'm looking for fastball in this zone. If you see it, you're swinging. It's not like you're going to strike out if you miss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think he just knew. I'm, I got bases loaded. I got one out, and I got a 3-0 count. I'm pretty positive this guy's throwing me a fastball. I'm going to jump all over it no matter where it's at and see what happens. I mean, the worst, he gets a sack fly, but – so Grover's saying that strategy when you're up seven, there is no logic. You he knew it was coming three. So Grover, are you saying he shouldn't have swung or he should have just swung at what he knew was gonna be his sweet spot? But that's what I mean, you're you're looking I mean, it I, don't but it don't matter at that point in the game, yeah, I might be up seven. But as an athlete, the Jordan mentality here, I'm not taking a play off. I'm not taking an at bat off. Yeah. Because I'm winning. My stats what? are going to change no. no matter what goes through on this bat, this bat, so like this plate appearance. So why would I not try to do what I could possibly do? Yeah, but not only that, but now for whatever reason, say I don't swing. All right, now it's three one. I hit an infield bloop. That's a you know infield fly rule. Now we have two outs. Next inning, they come around and they score seven runs and tie the game. Not so, you know, is it impossible that score seven runs in the top of light? No. Is it highly unlikely? Yes. But now if I do hit a dong shot out the right field and you put up, you now you're up 11 going into the top of the ninth, your odds of winning you just increase that much more. And, like, we, we've seen games where teams have made a seven-run comeback Hell, in the, one The Blades have done it. Yeah. We've blown this up. season. This season, we've made a comeback. We're seven, but in, now, in now the, seven runs. We've in the comeback. eighth inning and later, we have come back and won. Yeah, and we like, have also blown eight run leads in the eighth <laughs> inning so, and later. And I get what Grover's saying here. He said, "What he's saying in the chat is, when it's a close game and the bases are loaded, you're taking that pitch all day because it's strategy. You're like, you're going to take as many runs as you possibly can get because it's such a close game. But when you're up seven, he also said it at that point in time, you're padding your stats, which he feels is fair game as well because if you throw me a Piece of cake shot down Broadway. If you throw me I'm a gonna, dick high fun ball, I'm slapping it to four cent, four fifty dead center yeah, if I I'm, can. I'm gonna try to send that thing <laughs> to the next city. Like, don't throw me some bullshit because you think the unwritten rules of baseball says you won't swing. Like, no, this game this is still a game. These are still stats. This is still my career. And not only that, but it's a sixty game season. Go out and win every game you can. Yeah, it's go. It it's not like oh, I can. We can take this at bat off, and I can, you know, we can make up for it on a later game. I think I think Grover's one hundred percent right. If you're in a close game, your job is to, you know, take that take that pitch, make him throw you a strike. You're playing smart ball, and if establish he, base, ball. establish and if he, base runners, yeah. establish run, work for run. And if base bases loaded three zero on a close game, you're taking that pitch because you're like, hell, I may walk in a run right here, yeah, and get that one run that's on the pitcher just for being dumb, yeah. I mean, the, the unwritten rules of baseball has really, really picked up hot conversation in the last year and a half or so. And, As players are starting to challenge it. And it's it's a, it's a new generation of young players that want to come in and rejuvenize baseball, make it fun, be a showboat, be a celebrity about it. And that gives you know baseball personalities and a, and a place to market and stuff like that to build baseball's brand back up. And then you got like, all these old farts that – and don't get me wrong. I, you know what? It's not. I'm not saying that 
all of the unwritten rules in baseball are bullshit because I hate the people that go, well, I don't, I don't like how they throw 95 mile an hour fastballs at somebody just to intentionally hit them. Well, I hate to tell you, if you hit a home, like if Tatis had hit a home run and would have, you know, given some cop shots at the pitchers, he's run around the bases or taunt the other, you know, I dugout guarantee or something. You his next at bat, he's getting beamed. And I'm completely cool with that. I am completely cool with no that. There's no point in showboating, really showboating to that, showboating you, to that level, but showboating when you just put your team up by fucking 11. But There's he didn't, no point but he, talk, he didn't. He didn't talk yeah. shit. He didn't. He ran like his that. bases. Yeah. And he jogged it but on I'm back. Saying, like, with Chris Sinera, if he didn't, if he did the showboating, hit him all you want. You you're up eleven, bro. Act like you've won a game before. I, I mean, it's, but he didn't do that. Grover, he just, all he did was hit the grand slam. Grover, I'm not. I'm not saying in a sense where you can't pimp home runs. I'm completely cool with the bat flip. I'm completely cool with you. You know, pointing at your dugout and getting other guys hyped up. I mean, it's it's sports. You need to be excited about things. You know, you're not going to be emotionless out there on the field. But don't pull but a if, Joe Kelly and look at you say, "Fuck you, yeah, you suck." If you are <laughs> disgracing somebody, then yeah, I'm cool with you getting hit. It's like Dansby Swanson has no reason to get pegged for hitting the walk off the other night because no, that's just baseball. Yeah, but exactly. if yeah, that walked, game's over, bro. yeah. Like, if he if he had walked around the base, has been like, "Your mama's a bitch," like hit him, hit him all you want. Go key his car. I don't get it. He deserves it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but at but the all same this kid time, did was go out there, saw a cake shot coming down, and took and full just advantage. Blasted it. But at the same time, I think if you're gonna intentionally hit somebody, I'm not gonna throw a 97 hour, 97 mile an hour fastball at your kidney. No, I'm, I'll throw I I'll am. throw I'll throw the 77 mile an hour no, curveball to hit get, you in the back. You can get out of the 77 mile an hour curveball. But I'm, that, if I'm hitting you, I'm I'm not gonna give you a shot to get out of it. But I'm or yeah, you, it's, you, it's gonna be a fastball. But I mean, or or don't or don't aim for like that. Like, aim for like, like the saying, waist down well, and try and hit well, him with a like fastball. Saying, that's like saying I'm gonna go into a boxing match with you and be like, I'm gonna hit you, but not. I'm not gonna give you 100 percent of my my punch. No, but but if I'm beating you in nine out of ten rounds, I'm not gonna exert my energy in that tenth round and try and knock you out every time. Not every punch is gonna be a a knockout punch. But if I see you drop your hands and you leave it open, I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, but with with this. This guy being thrown under the bus because hitting a grand slam when your team's up by seven, like I mean, what like he planned to hit the grand slam? He's like, I put, like he, I, I put back the I ball. I doubt he walked out there and was like, I'm gonna hit me a grand slam. Now, like younger players, most likely be like, this would be a hell of an opportunity to hit a grand slam, just because they're not paying attention to the score. They're just paying attention to the fact that the bases are loaded. Oh yeah, bases. They're just ducks like on they're the like pond, son. they are like this could be a four run situation right now. Bases are juiced, and this yes. is and I'm, I'm gonna, having a I'm hot going, game. Yeah, I got and, the hot hand right now. And immediately you get, but, you're down three zero. No, you're up three zero to yeah. the pitcher. You know what's coming. No matter what the game situation is, that ball's gonna be in the strike zone. Yep. And you know you either have to swing at it to fight off a strike, or just take a strike. One one way or another, you're technically getting a strike unless you put this ball in a fair fair territory. Yep. It's like you know what's coming. So why not? I don't get why people are talking shit to this kid. Like, let but, him hit his balls. But Even at the same Trevor time. Bauer, Trevor Bauer defended him, and he's a pitcher. Yeah. He said, swing for it. Go for it. Trevor Bauer literally said, stop apologizing to people. That's the only thing you're doing wrong here. But he still – his dad had to show him up, you know, several years ago. It's been a couple years, but his dad had to show him <laughs> up. Fernando Statista Senior. Hit two grand slams in the, in the same inning. <laughs> two yeah. grand slams in the same inning. Just think about that. <laughs> So cool that you, you your son hit one on a three zero count and, and you know he's like yeah you you'll get to that you'll get to that legacy one day son don't worry about it gave him a pat on the back probably told him a good game 
And Andrew brings up a good point in the chat. He's saying if you're up 6-0, 5-0 in tennis, do you hit an ace your final point? Damn right, because it's just you're giving your all every point. Like the game's not over till it's over. Why not go out there and actually just play baseball? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit my first serve. If I ace you, I ace you. I'm gonna hit my first serve. Yeah, I'm giving it my all. I'm gonna I'm not gonna throw you a lollipop. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna Why? Gonna, Why not just close it out? I'm not gonna just juice one or you know, not juice one in there because I'm beating you this bad. Can I afford to lose a point? Absolutely. Can Tatis afford to take a strike? Absolutely. But, but why? Why just sit idly? Yeah, see, that's why I, I do, that's why I completely don't agree with it. Is like, you know, they they want to cry. Oh, you're up so much, and it's a three zero count, and they got the bases loaded. Like, give the guy. It's almost like give the guy a break. Yeah. No, fuck you. First off, you walked the two previous batters in front of me. Your ass is so bad at pitching that you walked the two previous batters in front of me. No, I'm not cutting you a break. Your manager should have pulled you. Blame your manager for you giving up a grand slam. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Chris, me, well, before the show started, me and Chris were looking at like the actual box score for that inning. What was it? Uh, a, he gave up two walks before Tatis went out there. How about not give up two back-to-back walks and then let the third guy go up 3-0 on you? Yeah, yeah. How about ducks don't suck so much and you, and you won't have Grand Slams hit off you in the eighth while yeah. you're down seven runs? I mean, and exactly, Grover. You're, it's, it's funny because this is literally the guy that is leading the league in homers. Why shouldn't he be t- taking every shot to keep hitting home runs. I mean, the guy's got 11 homers in three weeks. This guy's going to drop 25 bombs in a 60-game season, maybe. Like, th- he should be t- – he should have see, every right to keep shooting the shots if, right if, now. Uh, the, it's like, I guess, stat cast or whatever they were. They said if he continued on his projected path, what he would have at the end of the, a regular 162-game season was like 77 home runs or something like Jesus that. Jesus Christ. If he continued on his current, that's ridiculous. It was like seventy-seven home runs with a hundred-plus runs, bat, RBIs, and I forgot. I think they gave him his batting average. But I don't. There's no it reason to be mad at a guy, especially for, when he's what twenty-two. I don't even and know. Now see what, he that yeah, old? yeah, he's he's he is. Now he's twenty-one what, actually. I think he's only twenty-one. It's yeah. different to me for like with baseball, him hitting a home a grand slam right there. Don't throw him a piece of cake. Pitch down right down the middle in his in his sweet spot. Don't let him go yard on you. You still throw a strike, but make it a make it a hard to hit strike at least something low breaking. Maybe grounds it out or something like that. Throw a double play ball, but running up the score, I feel like only in, like should be brought up in like sports like football because like if you're up like let's say like equivalent you no know, eleven runs of baseball, I would say is like up being like three touchdowns or more in football. With and like you still in like seven minutes left. Seven minutes in left in the fourth quarter, and you still got all of your starters out there, and you're still throwing like fifteen to twenty yard passes. Now, if you complicated get, run plays, like you're definitely trying well, to run no, the score up. No, but it I'm not even. You can you can get out and run complicated run plays. I don't care how you. But if you get out, yeah, if you got out there and just ran the ball for seven minutes, and I couldn't stop you. That's, that's not. That's, that's on not, my team. That's not running. Yeah. The score that's not on the offense. A run. A running play is going to run out the clock. So you're literally just trying to run out the clock. If you didn't pass the ball one time. You actually trying to do something decent as a coach? Like I'm gonna now. If, I'm not trying to run the, the score up, but I'm also my, not just gonna give up. If my offense breaks off a seventy yard, a seventy five yard run on you, that's not my fault. Your defense couldn't stop yeah. me. I called a better play. I ran the ball. I gave you the opportunity to stop me at the line, and it didn't happen. But if you're up like you know twenty five, twenty eight with you know seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and you throw a 
try to throw like a 35 yard post route. Yeah. That's a little different. That's yeah. the, like, what, what are you trying to prove there? Exactly. And you know, if it's happened, if it's worked all game, because your only, point, your only the, point in doing that is, is to stats. score. What pad stats? Pad stats, yes. In this situation, all his his only point could have been just to hit the ball. Yeah, that's and he I'm, knew where it was coming. He, he it was or like I could I could be saying it wrong. This may not have been a sweet spot, but if it's coming down his to his sweet spot and he sees it coming in, he's got a good eye on it. Why not swing the damn bat? Yeah, I mean, if if his pitch is middle away, middle low, middle high, you know, or low and away, whatever his pitch is, that every time, you know, this is this is where my bat path naturally wants to take me, and this is my yeah. natural swing. Yeah, if my if it's a fat and he knows the pitch that's coming in the location he wants, absolutely swing your bat. If it's not, if it's a high inside pitch and that's not what I want, I ain't swinging. Especially not on a three zero count when you're like you're saying you're up seven. I can take a strike. Hell, I could even take an out and it'd be okay. Yeah, I, Andrew's got a good point in the chat. You're an entertainer. If you can hit it, do it. That's what people pay you to want to see. Exactly, and especially with him being as young as he is, this is get you know good for young players in baseball. This is good for the. the I want to see. I getting... want to see steroid baseball come back. I want to yeah. see how Ooh. far a human can hit a ball. I want to see how <laughs> fast a human can throw a ball. I want to well, see guys out there just whipping it 120 and guys cranking it 700 feet. Bring back some Roy Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, no, and I, like baseball doesn't want to go through the roids again. That was obviously a dark time for baseball, but I, I think I think baseball from a like league standpoint, from a front office standpoint, from a commissioner standpoint, wants this type of behavior. Like they, they want the showboat and they want the gold necklaces, they want the hairdos, they want they want they personalities, the yeah. yeah. They they want the marketability. It's worked for the UFC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people hell. being characters. I just say characters is the word I'm describing. Like, just if you have that characteristic about you that you're just going to be like an eccentric person, it's going to sell. It's going to make money. Yeah, and I and, base, and baseball needs that. Like, you, like we you got to be you got to be good to back up that. If you're going to yes. be that character and you're going to suck, yeah, find something else to do. Yes. And like Andrew, like Andrew's saying here in the chat too, it's also more than the score. It's like more views, more jerseys, whatever. It goes back to what Chris is saying. Home run title is on the line for this kid. Why not? If it's his pitch, like Adam was saying, and I've been saying, why not swing on the damn ball? I doubt his mind was like, we're up by seven, take it easy. His was like, his mind was most likely like, if this son of a bitch throws it down my sweet spot, I'm taking it yard. That's all he was worried about. He wasn't worried about score, wasn't worried about situation. He just said, I know it's. I know what pitch is coming. If it's there, if it's in my sweet spot, I'm taking it. He stole third up six runs. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of that's the kind of energy. That's the kind of kids we got. I mean, this is like now stealing third up six runs. That's that's a little eccentric. Probably a little aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're pat you're patting stats at that point. But I got pissed. I got pissed. Wait, his own manager kind of throw him under the bus. But didn't he also? <laughs> didn't he also set the uh, steals um, lead leader for steals right now? No, he's not. Clo- he's not close. With- yeah, uh, no, I think he is. No, I think I no. think he's. I saw it today. I think he said he is currently the lead, lead league leader in steals, and he stole third today. No, there's no way because Valar Valar in Miami has absolutely gone off on steals. He's got like 11 already, and and the kid in uh, Kansas City. Look, uh, look up, look up. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, I thought I saw something because it, it was like RBIs, home runs. Oh, I mean, he do. He's he's shooting for triple crown stuff. I mean, but he's, they, they was he's like not four, really. He's not like really there with the batting average. Um, maybe not batting average, but it's like maybe hits, home runs. 
He's got he's got home, he's leading the league with eleven homers. Mike Trout's right behind him at ten. He's leading the league in RBIs at twenty eight with Nelson Cruz right behind him at twenty three. He ain't he ain't getting in the batting title. I can tell you that right now. Charlie Blackman is still batting four twenty nine right now. Oh, I thought it was you guys still be up there at the fives. So. <laughs> Charlie Blackman is batting four twenty nine. But wait, what's his, what's his what's his steals right now? He is. He's currently got six. Valar has six. Tommy Pham has six. All so right, so with, he's with tied. stealing third base, he's tied now. Yeah. Okay, that that's what it was. Where's my boy in Kansas City? Missaloni or whatever his name is. But yeah, I told. I mean, but yeah, he was like leading or tied for the lead in like three out of four categories. He's not doing bad with the batting average. He's at three ten, which is still fantastic. But yeah, Charlie Blackman going off right now. Yeah, four twenty nine. Will Charlie Black? Will Charlie Blackman? Tommy Pham with one, yeah. Is Will Charlie Blackman? Let's do this. Will Charlie Blackman finish the league with a 400 or better average? You're halfway through the season. Or, no, next week will be halfway through the season. No. I say he's in like the 375 range, though. 375? Yeah. yeah. I can see that. that. Somewhere in that area. You, above 350, right at or below 400. 375? Yeah, somewhere in, the, in that 350 to 400 range, but probably going to be more looking like a... Grover says mid-300s. I mean, God, the guy could the guy could get a hit five out of seven days for the rest of the year and probably still finish, probably still finish above the mid three hundreds. I'm with you, Adam. I think he gets in the three seventy. I, th- I think he probably bats three seventy this year. Yeah, which is just going to be crazy, absolutely crazy. Oh, don't be throwing a guy like that. Kick, kick shots when you're. Oh, Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman will dick on a ball. He don't even care. Would they would we be having the same conversation if that was Charlie Blackman? Mm. Mm. Probably because it's still that unspoken rule of. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. you I'm you're with still. You. Go, it don't matter. It could have been. Um, who's got? Who is it that Nelson Cruz has? What five or six homers on the year, or is it four? All right. So what if it was Barry Bonds and his home run chase? Now, all right. Let me change the situation because it's Barry Bonds is a that's steroid using yeah, bastard. A- um, if it was Hank Aaron, and let's say he was five home runs away, and it was the same situation as Tatis Jr., what would be the title? What would be the headline Ooh. of the news article the next day? Hank Aaron only four away. <laughs> yes, that's what it yeah. would be. No one would give a shit about the score. Now, Grant, that's a lot more what ifs and other scenarios thrown into the situation. But yeah, I, know, the I, score- genuinely, I genuinely believe it's just because it was just a run-of-the-mill professional baseball player, run-of-the-mill game, well, it's nothing crazy it's, going on. Yeah, it's not – yeah, he's There was no he crazy just, scenario This is, it. what, his second year in the league or is his rookie year? This is his – See, he hadn't been in the league Did long. you know there's also an unwritten rule that you don't get the first or third out of an inning at third base? Yeah, there's a – well, I mean, that's kind of a coaching rule more is don't make the third – don't make the third out at third base, Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, if you get the third out third base, that means you got a lot of you've got some base runners and some situations you don't want to be. Well, in. you're, you're, you're in, to, you're you're in scoring stretch, position. You were trying it's to, also you, it's also scoring position. And you were trying to stretch a double to a triple and you got thrown out. Yeah, well, I like the ones that are like you that, don't you don't step on the pitcher's mound unless you're a pitcher. Like remember a few years ago, they almost had a fight on the field. I forget who it was. I think it was somebody in the Yankees. 
like they it were was running out of the game. dugout, like to no, third base. Um, the pitcher was walking out in the field because his his team at bat just ended the inning, and the fielders as they were coming off, one of them ran across the mound, yeah. like over the dirt and like kind of somewhat near the rubber, but not over the rubber. That's what I'm saying. He kind and of the like, other team like pitcher cut. that was walking out there like lost his mind. This and is, that's like an unwritten rule: is you don't step on the pitcher's mound unless you're a pitcher. Yeah, because I I, yeah. I also love the one like you don't step on the foul line going on or off the field. Yeah, well, I don't. I knew I that's knew, like superstitious stuff there. But I say, yeah. but I, I know people that do just the opposite. Like they'll toe drag the line. They'll try. They'll do because you they'll don't try to like break the line, kind yeah. of. Yeah. It, that, that stuff superstition. That stuff. Yeah. Like, these these unwritten rules that we're talking about, people are getting pissed about. That's more of like a respect thing. The yeah. other ones we're talking about is like superstition. There's there's a line between those two. But you to know, each their own. But don't throw a guy a don't throw it down Broadway. Just don't do it on three. You don't want him to hit a home run. Don't throw it down Broadway. This is Tatis's second year, by the way. Okay. Yeah, he he hit three seventeen with twenty two homers last year. Yeah, as a rookie. So that's I think Grover is right. It was a rod. It was a rod that stepped on the pitcher's mound. Okay. Yeah. And there was a fight. There was wasn't a fight, but there was a was verbal altercation. Was it Boston? I have no idea. I, I could see AY doing that to like Boston. And then getting Boston worked up, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I could believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I, I like, I feel like, I feel like there's some parts of the unwritten rules that can be respected in a sense. And, and then I just think most of them are bullshit. And, and I, you know, it, it's kind of funny. It like, was A Rod playing against the Oakland days. Okay. It was uh, uh, Braden, the pitcher Braden. Dallas Braden? Dallas Braden <laughs> told A-Rod to shove it because he stepped on his mound. Dallas Braden probably beat A-Rod's ass. But <laughs> um, but like here's the here's the funny thing. Like you talked about would we be talking about this if it was Charlie Blackman or so and so or so and so? Like, if this was 2007, would we be talking about it? Mm-mm. I, and I, I it, not like, at all. Is it is it a grab headline to make more publicity about the MLB so that we're talking about the MLB right now? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> like, like maybe. Hey, publicity's publicity. Hey, good, exactly, good PR right? move. The exactly. MLB. I good mean, people, PR. Move. You know, we've we've talked about like we, the three of us, have talked about it, and many people have been talking about it over the hell, last two hell, years. We've been talking about this this one topic twenty minutes now. I mean, the, the MLB, <laughs> yeah. the MLB is falling. Like they've, you know, they have always been behind the NFL for like the last ten years, probably. I'd say, anyway. but they have they have really like his ratings, his publicity, as as people watching, um, you know, connecting with the youth, connecting with our generation. Well, because so. you're gonna you're gonna have the first. It's it's like NASCAR. You're gonna watch the first month of the games, see how your team is. And then the middle hundred games, you're not going to give a shit about. Hockey's the same way. Yeah, you're going to yeah. watch your teams. Not you're going to watch after the postseason. You're going to watch all that stuff. Well, you're going to watch after the preseason. You're going to watch all like the first two months. If middle that, of the season, absent-minded as hell. Don't yep. give a shit. Not paying attention. Catch you'll keep it. track of the record. That's about it. You'll like, ca- you'll you, catch back up at like the you'll watch the of highlights. August. You'll watch the highlights. You'll keep track of the standings. That's it. You're not going to tune into the games. Unless you've got nothing going on, just yeah. at the house, you'll but get, you're not going out your way. Yeah. Exactly. What's What's the point of me watching game 89 of of 162 games? It season? literally means nothing. Well, you might get like it might mean something for that week, but it doesn't mean nothing in the scheme of the season. Well, I mean, like you might you might be sitting down one Sunday night and really want to watch the Red Sox and Yankees. 
right? Cool. Or they you, play six times a year together. Yeah, and I mean, you might you like us as Braves fans back in the day, we might would have had like Tim Hudson facing off with you know Randy Johnson, and we'd be like, wow, that's a cool pitching matchup. I might yeah. watch tonight's game. But uh, but I completely agree with you. Outside of that, you're not watching till we we make it a pennant race, and we're trying to. You know, yeah. win games to get into the postseason and stuff like that. So yeah, then you'll pick it up at like the middle of August. Either a because your team's got a chance, b your team's kind of already clinched, and you're just trying to make sure you don't screw it up, or c you're not going to watch it all because your team's completely out of it anyway. Yeah, like this season, how many games in this season right now for the MLB? There's 60 six. games this season, and the MLB. We... Okay, so that's why I thought it was 60. I don't want to be wrong about it, but as I've always said, MLB's 100 games too long. Their seasons, it's exaggeration, but it's it's way too long. It's kind it's kind of a tough argument because I do think they really want to take it down a notch, maybe to like one hundred or one ten from the one sixty two. But then you're like, well, what is everybody's stats going to do, right? And all of a sudden, that hurts people that are uh, Albert Pujols trying to hit as many homers in his damn career. Yeah, because you know it's a year over year thing, and he he's just getting older. Took out sixty something games for him, whatever. Yeah, but we're I mean, we're twenty five. We're at twenty five games. All right, we're almost halfway there. So we'd be there. we'd be approaching the All Star break if that was a thing. Um, <laughs> well, it already All Star break would already have happened by well, now. Well, halfway through the season, <laughs> halfway through the yeah. season. Well, the All Star break's actually a little bit more than halfway. But yeah, but we'd be approaching it. Yeah. I'm not wrong in my statement. No, you're not. But anyways, you're wrong, Alex. <laughs> anyways, uh, it's been a great episode. We've had fun. Some technical difficulties on our hosting website cut us off halfway through the show for whatever reason. Not really sure what happened there. So this is a uh, part two of this, this episode. Is part two of that episode, yes. Uh, we'll we'll label them accordingly as they're published. But uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, it was a great episode. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're, make, we're everywhere. Make sure you are catching us 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon live from Swamp Cabbage. Either come out and literally support us from the brewery or make sure that you're listening to us yep, for the show. Live episode from Swamp Cabbage Brewery here in Columbia, South Carolina. We'll be there. Come hang out. Drink some beers with us. We'll be doing a live episode there. Tune in. Listen to us. Uh, share the word. We appreciate it, guys. You got so, any last words? Uh, yeah. One thing. Um, is there a link to the app? On our social media pages, do we know? We, we don't know. We, we need do that, to, though. There is That's one. It. There is a link for Facebook. So Facebook is set up. When you click the sign up button, it takes you straight to Podbean to link up with our page. But then Instagram, you have to create an account with Podbean. Yeah, Instagram may not be updated. Either way, if not, um, download the Podbean app and search beer, bacon, and blows. Create a simple account. It's free. You don't have to do nothing. Yep. It's like creating and a social media us. account. Follow us. And we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a good what, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. One last thing um, for the BC alumni. Um, the class of 15 lost another um, classmate over the weekend, unfortunately. So um, thoughts and prayers out to the Northcutt family. Um, so keep them keep them in your thoughts and prayers for those who knew Reed. It's a tragic loss for them. Yeah, good guy. All right. Thank you all for listening.